opening meditation is prepare you to prepare you to hear uh, the story the unwrapping of God in the flesh that that the scriptures give to us I want to lead you in a meditation and and, le- and God willing by his spirit lead you to stand in awe to, of the things that our God has done for us would you pray with me Lord Jesus Christ you are God in the flesh You came to earth to be our redeemer, our rescuer, and to restore what sin has ruined. We pray, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts, let it all be pleasing in your sight, God. You are our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christmas is a festival for the exile. For, for those who are longing to go home. In a lot of ways, the festival of Christmas is comparable to the festival of Passover. That was the festival the people of Israel celebrated because they had once come out, they had then come in, and then they were longing to go out again. An exodus, then an entrance, then an exodus again. It was their festival of remembrance of how God had brought them out and how God would bring them out once again. And Christmas is a lot like that for us. It's the Christmas is the festival of the exile who's longing to go home. It's, it's at the one hand looking back at what God has done, what God did through his son Jesus, what God did by coming in the flesh. And it's looking ahead to what God will do when he will bring us out once again. It's the festival of the exile who's longing to go home. It always has been, if you stop to think about it. If you stop to think about what was Zechariah doing at the temple and what was he longing for when he and Elizabeth went to the temple to do what they were supposed to do when the angel said, you're going to be the father of John, what was Zechariah longing for? Well, what did he sing about? He sang about a God who would come to visit his people, a God who would rescue and redeem, a God who would save us from the hand of all our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us. That's how he sang. And, and it was Mary who sang about this child that the angel had said would grow within her. She sang about a, a king, a redeemer, who would knock the mighty down from their thrones and lift up the lowly. And what was it that Luke told us about Simeon and Anna, what, to what were they looking forward? The consolation, the redemption, the deliverance, the exodus, to put it another way, of Israel. These were people of the past. These were people for whom Christmas meant exile, a way out. In just a minute, we're going to hear from the writer to the Hebrews He's writing to a group of people who were exiles. They, they were living in a country, they were living in a, in a place that, where they didn't fit in. They, they were outcasts, they were separate, they didn't belong there. They were told to go along, to get along. There were, the, there were the Romans who said, follow our gods and take up our customs. There were the Jewish people 
who said, follow our God and our customs and take up our Torah. And the writer of the Hebrews is writing to this group of people who were outcasts and exiles, an island of light in an ocean of darkness. He was writing to them and saying, this is your God, people. And from where did John write his gospel? From exile on the island of Patmos. And when Paul wrote this majestic doxology about the humiliation and exaltation of our Savior Jesus, his, his emptying and then his refilling of his divinity, from where did Paul write this letter to the Philippians? Locked up in jail. See, for them, the story of Christ, God becoming man, was always a story about exiles who are longing to go home, exiles who are longing for exodus, a way out and the way in. I don't, I don't think that I have to work very hard with you this morning to convince you that this is the case for you too. I don't think I have to work very hard with you to, to show you and to help you feel and realize in your hearts that, that you don't fit in here. The, the culture and the ethics, I won't get into it today, but the culture and the ethics of the world around us presses on us to give up our way, God's way, His truth for their truth and their way. I don't think I have to lean very hard on you to say, to, for, for you to realize that the things that the world values, the things that, that they hold to be valuable and important are not the things that God holds to be valuable and important. Take, for instance, this day itself. For, for much of the world, this day is a day about family and friends and food and gifts. All good things. And I pray that all of you enjoy all those good things later today. But the core of this day is not about family and friends and food and gifts, but about God made flesh. You're here because you realize that that's the most important thing. You're gathered here because God became man for you. You're here because you recognize that I want to go home. I want to get out of this place. Not that we're going to give up living here and now, but we're here as exiles because we know that Christ is the way out. That's why Zechariah and Elizabeth, they were diligent about going to the temple. That's why they kept on going about their business. That's why they kept on showing up. And that's why Zechariah sang his song to the Lord, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to visit his people. He has come to redeem us and rescue us, to save us from the hand of all who hate us. That's why Mary traveled to Bethlehem, submitted herself to the authorities and said, I know that my Redeemer will knock down the mighty from their thrones and lift up the lowly. That's why Simeon and Anna got up every morning and made their way to the temple because they were longing to see with their own eyes the salvation that God would work. And that's why the writer to the Hebrews, we're going to read it in a moment, that's why the writer to the Hebrews, that's why he sings this grand doxology to the people about who this Jesus is, how Jesus is greater than all the angels, 
That Jesus is greater and more powerful than all things because Jesus is God, exactly God. Fully God. Mighty God. Paying for sin, sitting on his throne. That's why John writes from the island of Patmos. And he says, to the, he writes this grand chapter that seems to fly in the wings of eagles about the divinity of God made flesh. Not only creating the world with his hands together with the Father and the Spirit, but also giving to us grace in place of grace already given. That's why Paul writes to us about the God made flesh who emptied himself only to fill himself. See, God did not save us by his might. He did not rescue us by, from death by merely over. He did not save us from death merely by a show of might, but by a show of weakness, by dying and then rising, so that by his death we might have life. Dear people of God, Christmas is the festival of, exi- of the exiles of people who don't fit in, people who are an island of light in an ocean of darkness. We are people, dear people of God, we are the people of King Jesus. We are the people of King Jesus who has come and who has come to visit us. And when I say visit, I don't mean like the relatives do at Christmas. I mean that when God has come to visit his people in the person of Jesus Christ, that God has come to live with us, to be with us, to stay with us, to redeem us. We are the people of King Jesus. The the, the King Jesus who created this world with his hands, together with the Father and the Spirit. We are the people of King Jesus who still holds everything together by his mighty world, by his mighty hands. The reason this world has not gone to pieces is because he's still holding it together. We are the people of King Jesus who is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being. Like light comes from the sun, so is Jesus light from God. Like heat comes from a fire, so Jesus is warmth from God. If you want to know who God is, get to know his son, Jesus. We are the people of King Jesus, who being truly God, fully God, did not consider equality with God something to be held on to, but for us he emptied himself and humbled himself to death. And so God exalted him then to the highest place and gave him the name above every name so that we might kneel before him in worship. We are the people of King Jesus, and he has come to deliver us. What child is this? The scriptures will show us, and we'll sing about it. Amen?